Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking TV and Shit. So, before we get into it, just want to plug our Talking TV subreddit, reddit slash r slash Talking TV, or you can email me, mikestein7788 at gmail.com. Suggestions or comments, concerns, suggest or no, 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 fuck, I don't want your concerns. I want your suggestions <laughs> or comments, no concerns. I don't need this. Okay, so let's get the party started here with an Am I an Asshole? So I had a situation about a couple weeks ago. I was at a restaurant, and we had two different waitresses throughout the night. So the first waitress, she took our order, and then that's the the last we saw of her. Didn't get any drinks refilled or anything like that. Someone else brought the food. So we're just sitting here. We would even eaten all of our food. We were just sitting there for a good five, ten minutes with just nobody. And we're doing, you know, trying to get people's attention. You know, you strain your neck like a fucking peacock. Just furiously making eye contact with people. Like, notice us. Notice us. Like, I'm trying to make contact with the fucking bus boys. Like, anything to do at this point. Eventually, we get a second, like, a second person to come up after, like, a nice tap on the back. Excuse me. Am I an asshole for leaving the second waitress a poor tip because of the first waitress's actions? Oh, man. I think a lot of this depends on how the tip system actually gets divided in a restaurant. I wonder, could you just, like, tip the second lady a regular tip and just told her, like, don't give any of this to that first bitch? (laughs) The problem is she only, like, the only thing the second waitress did, though, was get the the check that was all she did no. so she, i mean does she deserve a a regular size tip for that uh, no i think she probably realizes it too like she's probably okay that well i don't know they probably stick together actually unless she also hates the waitress this is complicated the second girl like if all she did was give you the check like that's such a small amount of time of her she still got, like, a buck or two, so that's kind of a free just yeah. for getting my bill. I mean, she it, for the percentage of service I got compared to the percentage of tips she got, she honestly probably got over-tipped. Yeah. <laughs> like, it must make you just, like, feel like an asshole to not tip anybody when you're out eating, so I don't know. Yeah, and I think the shared system would definitely hurt me, too, because because one i did just feel like an asshole like you said just because i wasn't tipping and two if if the whole wait staff and like the front door people or whoever like the bartender if they all split tips i mean i didn't use all of their services but still i mean you're kind of contributing to a larger pot for the night so i don't know maybe that would make me more of an asshole this is why i always try to tip in cash if i can so that, that way they can split it amongst themselves. And because, like, you, who knows how much of the tip, like, still goes to just the restaurant owner, you know? If, if you tip good, like, say you get really good service and you tip 25, 30%. But at least this way with cash, you know that somebody, if they want, can just, uh, you know, just grab this and, and nobody has to know. I mean,. I think that's the, the most fair way. So the second waitress, she can decide. So doubt you're saying that he should just pay the second girl whatever the 
tip he would have gone with for the meal was and then just leave it up to her to figure out how much, if any, of it that first lady deserves. Exactly. That's why the best way to do to tip it is in cash. And, you know, I don't always yeah. carry cash. A lot of times people don't because there's you usually don't need it. But it's irreplaceable for this use, that's for sure. Yeah, I like that idea. I do too. It kind of moves the onus of being an asshole to the wait, the second <laughs> waitress too, because is she an asshole for not giving any money to the first one who disappeared? But the thing is, she can always just say, "Oh man, that customer was such an asshole. He didn't leave a tip," <laughs> and then push it back onto you. Like so, everybody's insulated for blame. Yeah, that's true. Seems like a foolproof system. Lightly related. I've wondered sometimes like you said so how long were you sitting there just waiting for someone to give you your bill we were both done we were both done eating probably for a good 12 minutes Mm -hmm. Mm, that's like longer than the meal 12 minutes is probably still too short to contemplate doing this but do you think there is an amount of time long enough where it's acceptable to just fucking leave. <sighs> it, went, it went through our heads, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you were sitting there for 45 minutes and no one had come by, oh, do you think it'd be okay yeah. then to just fuck off? It's like the... It's, it's like, remember, what's the professor rule in college if he hasn't shown up and... That's true. Fun fact, I was, uh... Apparently the professor rule is not, like, a set in stone thing anywhere. I thought that was... Like one of the Ten Commandments. So did I, but apparently it's more just kind of a like if they're if they don't show up, like you can leave. Uh, it happened once uh, for me. There was a it was a site class, and the professor didn't show up for like fifteen minutes, and everybody was arguing about like how much time. And people were like, "Us for 15 minutes." We and then some fucking ass kisser went walked down to the professor's office and found him and it turns out he had just passed out and he woke him up so he came to start the class i hope when he came back it was just that kid and the professor i <laughs> hope that everybody had banded together Fuck that person why do you gotta be yeah. like that <laughs> like that's not good for anybody the professor was probably enjoying his nap the rest of us didn't want to be there <laughs> why do you gotta go wake him up if it was a priority the professor would have set an alarm let's be honest <laughs> yeah exactly uh, one more thought on the tipping thing. Yeah. Normally, like, I feel like most people have a standard amount that's, like, their default, mm-hmm. and then, like, if the person's better or worse, you adjust accordingly, right? So, you know how if you have, like, a private event or if there's, like, 10 or more people, they just do an automatic 20% tip? If you're having one of those and your server is just shit-awful... <laughs> Are you able to go to the manager and request that they lower down there? <laughs> I don't think you can put a minus sign on the on the receipt. But I mean, like, if if you're having your wedding party in a restaurant and the waiter just, like, pukes in somebody's food, you can't they can just be like, well, too bad. You got to tip them 20%. That's the rule. If you're a decent human being, you probably negotiate that. But if you're... A, a shithead who probably goes in the fucking contract. Like, he can jerk off all over your wedding cake if he wants to. Like, 20 goddamn percent. <laughs> yeah, something to think about. That kind of sparked another question on tipping from me. Do you guys, so like you said, we have a set percent. Usually you got 
whatever your number is. From that number, do you always just subtract? I think I've only gone up like once or twice. I'm the same as Jeffers. Like, I don't really go lower than my baseline. But sometimes, if, if, if I'm thinking about giving more than the baseline, I'll stop at a certain point just to round it off at an even number. And like, if I think somebody deserves $3, but my minimum is 250 but like 275 gets me to like an even dollar amount. So I don't have to write like a decimal on the check. Like for some reason, I just feel like a badass just writing, <laughs> writing it without a decimal at an even dollar. So I suppose that might be kind of assholey. Yeah. I was about to say you're also an asshole for that. That's 25 I mean, cents. You know, it's a round number though. The, the, the only time I remember like making a conscious decision to tip somebody worse than what I normally would was one. I was a, I think I was like at IHOP or something and we ordered our food and it took them 40 minutes. And then when it came out, it had clearly been sitting around somewhere for that whole time. <laughs> like it was freezing cold. <laughs> That's unacceptable. Classic IHOP. Okay, so wait, hold on, hold on. That brings up a good point. Are they like IHOP permanently, or was that just like a one-day marketing stunt? That was a marketing stunt. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was honestly in. I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I was fine with it until a week later. They were like, "Oh, J.K. Fuck." Off. Also, I, I don't know. Multiple times I've eaten at IHOP. The manager has started chewing out the other people loudly right out in the fucking middle of the restaurant where all the customers. <laughs> This has happened at a couple different IHOPs. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I don't know. It's just a bad dining experience when someone's serving you and then right in the middle of it, their boss grabs them and is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, like way back last week, our air conditioning stopped. And not even air conditioning, like the entire thermostat fan so, like even if i just wanted to turn the fan on just to have it circulate the air that's in it wouldn't even do that right so it's like 85 90 degrees and um so i called them i was like hey you fucking fix this and they're like oh yeah we gotcha and then they didn't so then the next day i went over to the office in person i was like hey i called you guys they said they're gonna do this uh they didn't it's a fucking shit storm in there let's go and then again nothing happens so then the day after that i call him a third time and i'm like guys come on this isn't funny anymore and then so two nights ago it was <laughs> i was trying to go to sleep but i can't sleep because it's like 85 degrees and so i just get mad and i call the the office is closed but they have like their answering person system or whatever it's so it's like 12.30, 1 a.m., and I'm like, fucking come, you guys got to do something. And then they're like, okay, we'll leave a message with it. And then I, I stopped, and I was like, no, you fucking just wake one of those maintenance guys up and have them come over here right now. I'm sick of this. <laughs> and then they were like, okay. And then I guess it was something they could just do outside because, like, 20 minutes after I hung up the phone, the air conditioning started blowing again. But... <laughs> <laughs> so that's my question is am i an asshole for having them get some guy up at 1 a.m because i feel like it's partially it could have been avoided if they had just fixed it at a normal time when i first asked them to especially if it was such a quick fix yeah like once i just snapped and yelled at the lady like less than a half hour later 
oh, it's working again. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely just hearing it at the beginning, I was like, yeah, you're probably an asshole. And then it turns out it only takes 20 minutes, so, like, no, like, if they don't want to get woken up at 1 in the morning, like, they can they can go ahead and fix it. It's not like it's a squeaky doorknob or something. Like, this is the air conditioning we're talking about. Like, if you have to stay till 5.20 one day to fix somebody's air conditioner, come on. And it's, it's just to be clear, it's been hot as all hell there, correct? Yeah, it was got into the 90s with humidity. Yeah, that's miserable, especially at night. Yeah. I'm surprised you made it a couple of days. Well, it wasn't, like, I was able to deal with it for cult because, like, I'm at work during most of the day when it's worse, and I don't know, so the other night, just trying to sleep there, I just, like, snapped, and I'm like, I'm calling this lady right fucking now. <laughs> I, don't I think the 1 a.m. thing probably was is the only assholey part, but, I, I mean, if that's what it fucking takes to get it done, that's what it fucking takes, so I don't know if you are an asshole. I mean, the main thing I feel bad about is because whatever guy who had to come fix it in the middle of the night, like, it, I doubt he's the one who decided... Like, I don't think it's his fault it took this. Like, I imagine the landlord people probably just never told anyone to fix it till then. But Yeah, so whoever's, mm-hmm. whoever decided to put keep putting this off, that's who the real asshole is here. I'll never side with a landlord, so. <laughs> <laughs> and even if it is asshole, I think you deserve the, the, the snap or whatever you added okay. there. Because... I don't think it was gonna. It doesn't sound like it was gonna get done if you didn't do that. Sometimes you have to like yell at people to get them to do things. <laughs> I just felt kind of bad. I ended up doing it at one in the morning this time. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, Dalvi, we did one about people pissing and texting at the same time at the urinal. So I was at the urinal again. Someone again decides to saddle on up right next to me. While they're going, they start moaning, like, in pleasure. And I get that peeing can be a pleasurable experience at times. I have no problem with that. Take it, and it'll be great, but you don't need to... (laughs) You don't need to be telling everybody about it. <laughs> you got to keep that to yourself. So am I an asshole for thinking that, or, or are they an asshole for audibly moaning while... There's no way it could have been a cough or anything like that. It was a legit, like, ugh. Like, <laughs> like he, he was having himself a good time at this urinal. So I will admit that I have been known to do the groan of relief while pissing but if i do it i i've I've never done it in a urinal though is that okay were you in the stall because we have established that you're allowed to do whatever you want in a stall that's true (laughs) yeah i i would be in a stall i think you're okay because that moan could be coming from all kinds of activities yeah true and the least harmful of those probably is peeing although shit are they assuming i'm doing something worse if i'm in the stall uh, I mean, if you close and lock the door just to take a piss, then I don't know. But if you just do the like, hey, like I'm clearly in here, but the door is open, that's that's a different story. I was gonna say your position, like, cause you can see under the stall, but I don't think that would matter, cause I definitely think jerking off into a toilet is somebody's fetish. So I'm sure it is. <laughs> but uh, 
in your case, I think the other guy's more of an asshole in your case, because there's definitely an etiquette to urinals, especially if you're right next to someone else. The game is the game. I'd like to mention real quick that texting at the urinal is fine. Talking is not. If you're there by yourself, you know, obviously go ahead and do whatever you want within <laughs> reason. I mean, it's, I, mean, I don't do it personally, and it seems kind of gross, but then you know that, like, their attention is also focused on something else. Like, you know, like they're not looking at your dick or something? Well, I'm never worried about them looking at my dick, but, like, <laughs> they're not focusing on, like, ignoring me or, like, focused on... I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that their attention is on their phone and not whatever else it could be on. I didn't know that people were focusing on stuff outside of peeing at the urinal. I didn't know that was a worry I needed to have. You just added to my anxiety. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it's only exciting for me. Like, I have no evidence to believe they're doing it, but, like, when I'm up there, I'm just conscious, like, oh, man, like, they must be noticing that my, my stream has slowed down noticeably since they showed up. Like, I don't know what they're thinking. So I just saw a news story that I feel like we got to talk about on this podcast. Uh, they just posted it. It said, uh, flight forced to land after drunken man wouldn't stop doing pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to read this, if that's okay. Just as an unruly passenger <laughs> forced an unscheduled landing at Kansas City International Airport on Monday night, was apparently intoxicated and refused to stop using the aircraft's overhead bins to do pull-ups. <laughs> uh. The man was already intoxicated when he boarded the flight with a woman and two dogs. <laughs> and then they have a, they had a statement from another passenger, and he says he was leaning up against where you put the bags overhead, and a passenger came by and said, "What are you gonna do? Pull ups?" And the guy actually grabbed onto it and started. <laughs> no. <laughs> What I want to know is, like, how many pull-ups was this guy doing? Like, was he just cranking them out for hours? And they're like, all right, well, we're over Kansas City. Like, we got to put it down. <laughs> like, Must have been a lot if he's forcing an emergency landing. <laughs> just say where the flight was, like, coming and going to. Let me see if I can find it, because I think it had the name of the flight. Is this really a landable offense, though? That's what surprised me, like... Can the pilot not ignore that? <laughs> <laughs> is it his executive decision? I mean, it's got to be, right? The pilots? Yeah, I, th I mean, I don't know who else's call it could be. I just don't understand how this guy could be bothering him. Oh, oh shit, okay. Uh, I just It was going from Phoenix to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I also want to know, what was the fucking guy thinking who stopped him and said, what are you going to do, pull-ups? Why would you say that? <laughs> because you'd never think somebody would be crazy enough to do enough pull-ups to land a fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that sounds like an always sunny thing where Mac would be challenged to do pull-ups all, <laughs> all the time. I wonder, I, that, that seems like an easy distraction 
if the plane was like leaking gas or something. Just a just a hot take conspiracy theory, but oh, that would be incredible for the airline if they could, you know, push this off on somebody. Like, hey, would you like two thousand dollar flight vouchers? All right, well, you were doing pull ups the whole time. That's kind of that has some scary implications though, because if they can use guide pull ups as an excuse. <laughs> plane then i feel like they could say anything as long as the plane is safely on the ground like they could just do an emergency landing and just tell everybody like oh uh some guy was chewing peanuts really fucking loud (laughs) (laughs) and really the pilot just got drunk as shit over the last half an hour or something (laughs) is drunk flying a thing it's not a legal thing (laughs) okay yeah i think it's worse can the co-pilot get drunk, though? Like, Ooh. is he just there for emotional support? Or is, is there a chance that, like, he does have to land the plane? <sighs> I don't know. And plus, I understand. I think, like, planes are advanced enough now that the only time they're ever actually manually being controlled by the pilot is when they're taking off and landing. So if you were on, like, a 20-hour international flight, is there any reason the pilot couldn't get drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Like, once he's got you up in the sky, you know? I mean, I I would think only as, like, a backup if something goes wrong with the computer. Yeah. I I, I don't know about the pilot, because he's second in line, but I think the co-pilot at third in line can probably get trashed. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this is going to sound terrible, but I I also think that Flying a plane drunk would be less dangerous than driving a car drunk because I've seen that the main reason like drinking and driving is dangerous is that it impairs your reaction time. Like if you like focus down, I mean, obviously if you're just completely trashed, like this isn't going to make a difference. But like if you just focus down on like driving, you can drive in a straight line, but you can't react quick enough. And I don't know how much uh, I don't know how much flying is dependent on being able to react quickly to a plane making an unexpected right turn in front of you. You know, so not to defend drunk flying, but <laughs> <laughs> like when you're a passenger on a plane, you have no idea what's going on up in the the cockpit. None. You're completely captive in this metal fucking hunk of. Yeah, shit, like, even more so than, like, surgery, depending on the type of surgery, but, like, if they're just, like, fixing your knee or foot or something, even if you wake up, like, you're not gonna die. No, but, I mean, just think about the trust you're putting in, like, even a doctor, like, in the surgery, like, you can, they went to school, not saying pilots don't go to school, blah, 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 (laughs) but you, like, you know, we all have an understanding of what med school is, and that it takes however many years when you get on a plane, you're not thinking that about the pilot. You just kind of assume you're going to get where you're going. <laughs> if any of our listeners are pilots, we we totally, like, we're not trying to shit on your job, but it's just uh, it's a fascinating type of, uh, type of position to be in. We're not shitting on pilots, but we're definitely shitting on co-pilots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like being, uh, it's like the Seinfeld thing where the guy's uh, the podiatrist instead of the real doctor. <laughs> well, he's, he's a podiatrist. <laughs> right, he's a pilot. Well, he's a co-pilot. I really would be interested to know what exactly a co-pilot has to be able to do. 
listeners. <laughs> we got any? We got any co-pilots out there? What yeah. if a co-pilot was like listening to this on a flight, <laughs> and he was just getting pretty pissed at the shit we're talking on co-pilots? And then he's like, "Well, I'll show them how much effect we have on the flight." And just cooks up a bit of turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as we know, it is just a pilot thing. That would have solved this whole problem with the the pull-up man. You throw a little turbulence, he ain't going to stay up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just can't get over the fact that this guy did so many pull-ups that a commercial airliner had to make an emergency landing. Dude's got to be ripped. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Either that or... Uh, maybe we'll find out in the coming days that that pilot was just overreacting like hell. I wonder like, what air I, traffic control was thinking when they heard this. Like, oh, uh, we're going to have to land. Like, oh, no, what's wrong? Well, this dude wants to stop doing pull-ups. <laughs> okay, I've got a kind of a mix of an am I an asshole and a, and a interactive portion for the listeners here. We're looking for a theme song for this podcast here that you're listening to. Currently using a stolen theme song from a TV show, but it's okay because there's no ads yet, so I think we're allowed to use it, but still, we'd like something that isn't stolen, so let us steal a song from you by entering it in, and we'll see who wins, and you get your theme song, or maybe we'll change up the theme song every podcast, who knows. Send something in, and uh, and then so that kind of leads me to: Am I an asshole for asking for these free theme songs and then hating them when they are sent in? You owe nothing to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I up until right now, I had always assumed that the current theme song was just some royalty-free thing. So thanks for implicating all of us. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're not an asshole if their submissions suck. Like, if by that logic, anyone would be an asshole for asking for anything. Because someone could always let them down. Alright, well. <laughs> uh, I got a, dis- a little bit of a discussion question here. When you're in different situations or in different places, are different types of sex or sexual positions even allowed in different settings for example if you're in a church or something like is it cool to if you just keep it a missionary i don't think any of it is cool in church but hot (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you were in a church to uh to actually be able to finish with all that uh with all that catholic guilt going through you those those who understand will understand. No matter what position, it'd be it'd be pretty hard to finish with the Virgin Mary statue, like in, in your view. As a Jew, I think that would make it all the better. Mm. <laughs> nice. Um, so I guess it like if you caught somebody fucking like in your house and you were pissed at them, but then they said to you like, "No, it's okay," like. I pulled out. Would that make you less ma- like? <laughs> because like the idea is that like different locations have different things you have to do for it to be okay to publicly have sex there. 
Like if you're like in a vet, you have to do like dog style. <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? I like yours better, but I guess I was talking more like our thing, like some disallowed more than like our like do you have uh, to do one. If you're having sex on the beach, I know that there are sand complications with other positions, but I don't know. I feel like if you're doing doggy on the beach, you're kind of wasting the opportunity. True, but it's easy on the knees. I know. It's easy on the knees and, you know, like, the sand considerations, like... But I feel like if you're on the beach, and I, I don't have any any basis for this other than the gut feeling, but I think if you're on the beach, you just have to do missionary. I think I'm on board with that. I mean, you can have, like, a towel or something. That still counts, right? I mean... Are you on the beach at that point, or are you on the towel? Mm. I guess that's what I'm asking. Basically condom sex at that point. I want skin-to-sand contact. (laughs) And then, I mean, I guess you're definitely ruling out the beach chair, then. Mm, That feels like cheating. I don't even know if you could bang on a beach chair. That just doesn't even seem... I don't even... It's comfortable sitting on a beach chair by myself for any amount of time. <laughs> if it had to happen, what position would you most want to walk in on somebody? Does it matter, like, if you're seeing, like, if you're making eye contact or not? That's definitely a consideration here. Because, like, if it's doggy style, it's you're either there's either none or everybody. But, like, if you walk in on somebody <laughs> doing missionary, you're going to see face-to-face with probably one of them. Missionary is the least risky either way. Like, I think it would be very difficult to see two people. Right. With missionaries, they've got to pull out if you're going to see both people. But it's kind of counterintuitive because if you don't want your dick to be seen, the best place for it is to just kind of leave it where it is, right? (laughs) I mean, I think the worst thing to walk in on would be a dude jerking off in a girl's face. Especially if he jizzes right as you walk in and look at him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got yourself a a situation at that point. (laughs) Again, I'd like to clarify, like, maybe that's what you want to see and we don't judge on that part this podcast yeah i mean what are the chances that like you're you're wanting to walk in on somebody banging and you do when they also happen to be fine with it and you're both just happy about it that <laughs> do you think the pilot and the co-pilot are ever banging <laughs> how could you not like it's the easiest way to join the mile high club I'm surprised there isn't, like, a Mad Men-type show like that, where it's just... Well, I guess we're kind of past the point of having (laughs) male characters just be misogynist and drinking all the time, but that sounds like a show that should have happened ten years ago. Just like, uh... Just like Frank Reynolds. Yeah. (laughs) I'm posting up. Jeffers, you got any... You got anything for us here to take us home with? Uh... I mean, if you're a if you're a pilot, just see what you can get away with. And if you're a co-pilot, fuck yourself. <laughs>